When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey IDP Army, ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? It's your man, Jordan Reigns, and we are back again with another episode of the Ultimate IDP... <laughs> Psych. The Ultimate IDP Index. I talk about that a lot. We're back with another episode of the IDP Army Podcast. Check it out. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. All right, you guys can probably tell I'm a little rusty from that intro, but I've been doing a lot of stuff, including that new intro. Um, got other cool things coming. Always busy just because I'm not here in front of the camera screaming at you doesn't mean that we ain't hustling. So uh, before we get to going, uh, make sure you go check out the Baltimore Ravens preview that we did uh, last week um, and then check out the other ones. We're going to do all 32 teams before the season kicks off. Today's topic of conversation is one of my favorite teams, the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills 2020 season was good. Okay, they went 13 and three. Um, you know, after a lot of people were making fun of Josh Allen for you know the lateral coming the season before when he couldn't really get it done, and you know they're on him now. But the story for Josh Allen was not always like that. Just remember that. Um, but you know, coming into this year, they had some notable uh, picks. Um, you know, in the first round they got some edge rusher help with Roussel. Um, they added Emmanuel Sanders to their wide receiver core. He's a little old, 34, but he's still out there getting th- things done. So that's another weapon for Josh Allen. Um, they had Matt Breida as a free agent, Tyrell Adams, a linebacker, which their linebacker depth last year did hurt them a little bit. So it makes sense that they went out and got a guy like Tyrell Adams. Um, and then no, no real big losses for the Bills this last year, uh, except for John Brown, who's now at the Raiders. So they swap in Emmanuel Sanders for John Brown. Um, but yeah, overall, the you know it's just it's just more of the same for the Bills. They look like they have a good team going this year. Let's just go ahead and start with my man uh, Josh Allen here. Like I said, the story with him is everybody loves him now, but that wasn't always the case. We know he's going to be the undeniable starter on this team. Obviously, um, he's the franchise quarterback. He's coming into his fourth season now. Um, underdog ADP right now is 50 quarterback two. that's 
appropriate. You know, he rushes and he has an elite uh, arm, you know, so he could pass and he can rush. Offers a little bit more, you know, on the running side than, you know, even Mahomes and his if he gets the weapons around him, we saw what he did with the addition of one elite weapon. You know, what if he gets a Travis Kelsey type player or somebody else there? We'll have to see. We don't know. We, you know, there's there's talk that we've seen the complete upside of Josh Allen. I don't know. You know, we there's there's maybe a little bit more out there. Um, fantasy pros right now, he's ranked quarterback two. That makes sense. I mean, that's pretty chalky. Um, hopefully you were drafting him last year and the year before in your startups. As a cheap, cheap option, I mean, people did not believe in Josh Allen. People were more into Sam Darnold than they were our Josh Allen. Don't let them lie to you, okay? Go go check the tape. A lot of people were on Josh or Sam Darnold and not on Josh Allen. We've been big Josh Allen supporters around here. You already know that. So love to see that for him. Hopefully you got him on your dynasty teams. If not, go get him because he's going to be good for a while. Um, so let's talk about this wide receiver situation. And this is probably where it's going to be the most fun uh, to talk about. You know, So like I said, they have um, – they brought in Emmanuel Sanders, who a lot of people are expecting to be the, the outside wide receiver across some stuff on digs, um, including whoever put this together. I, if you're watching on YouTube, I honestly do not necessarily see it going that way. Uh, I see a world where we could see uh, Gabriel Davis come in and be that second wide receiver. Now, I know this is going to be kind of hot takey, but I mean, Emmanuel Sanders is getting older. I mean, those are just the facts. He's 34 years old. He's had a couple of major injuries the last three years. And he's had a carousel of quarterbacks the last couple of years. Um, you know, he hasn't really had to play across from a true, true alpha in a while. You can say he kind of did with Michael Thomas, but Michael Thomas was hurt all last year. Uh, Stefan Diggs is not going to give up a lot of receptions to this guy. Cole Beasley is still there. We'll have to see what happens with him and his little shtick right now. Um, but, you know, I think that Gabriel Davis is probably going to be the second wide receiver. But let's go ahead and talk about Stefan Diggs right now. ADP 13, number two wide receiver off the board in underdog. Fantasy pros wide receiver three. Makes sense. You know, again, this is one of those situations where we knew we knew the talent that Stefan Diggs had. We knew the kind of player Stefan Diggs could be because we watched him in Minnesota. We saw him have huge moments. We saw him do great things, run great routes, but it never really all came together with the touchdowns in the yards and Adam Thielen being there kind of hurt him a little bit, but you saw what happened where the first year he gets to go somewhere and be the alpha wide receiver. I think he had like the, 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 the fifth or sixth most receptions all time by a wide receiver in a season, completely dominant, you know, making every single catch he has a nose for the end zone. Um, we saw what he did to open up the entire Bills team, offense, defense, the whole the whole shit. So, you know, I love Stefan Diggs right now. 27, I mean, I've loved him forever. I mean, he's been on my dynasty teams for a while because, I, you know, I've wanted him to be there. I mean, last year you could get him for nothing. People didn't want him last year, which is crazy to think about going into the season, you know, drafted as a mid-round wide receiver, you know, maybe with some upside, moving teams, you know, all that scary stuff. But he's in a complete and total package of a wide receiver. So I'm fine. I, I want Stephon Diggs on my team. ADP, too, a little high probably now, unfortunately. But, um. But Gabriel Davis, this is kind of where your value prop is, in my opinion. Um, depth of targets, deep. Uh, knows for the end zone as well. Um, again, we have people saying that it's going to be Emmanuel Sanders. We don't have any real indication that that's the case. Yeah, they paid him to come in as a veteran, but again, they drafted Gabriel Davis. They used Gabriel Davis. Uh, Cole Beasley is going to be your slot guy. He's been very... Very good the last couple of years. He's honestly been good for a long time. Had his best season of his career the last two seasons with Josh Allen, even though people know him from playing with Tony Romo and Dak and having good seasons. You know, the writing was on the wall two years ago when he had his actual first best or best season of his career, that first season with Josh Allen. So uh, I want a piece of this 
this Bills team anywhere I can get it. Right now, Gabriel Davis is probably the cheapest option for you. Um, you know, going at ADP 135, wide receiver 60. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, wide receiver 68. This is a underdog ADP. So uh, he's a little cheaper, but I would still probably go with Gabriel Davis. He represents more upside to me. Um, Fantasy Pros has him a little bit closer. Gabriel Davis at wide receiver 70. And then Emmanuel Sanders as consensus wide receiver 69 so he gets the 69 bump but come on stick with gabriel davis um then like i said cole beasley you probably heard the comments he said about the covid vaccine and if he quits he quits if he dies he dies i don't know um i'm scared to have gabriel i'm scared to have a uh, cole beasley on my teams right now because uh, he sounds like he doesn't really care <clears throat> i want guys to care um tight end situation there's not a lot to talk about here Dawson Knox has, you know, I don't want to say drop issue, but he just doesn't get a lot of targets. And when he does, he's more apt to disappoint you in the offense than do anything really important with them. Um, ADP 226, tight end 31. So he's not even really being drafted in real life, even though this is one of the highest powered offenses with one of the highest powered quarterbacks in the game that passes on first and second down more than most teams do. Um, Nobody wants Dawson Knox. Does that make him a sleeper? Maybe. Um, you know, if you're if you're going for a late round tight end that could break out, he's got you know the the things around him. But I'm not necessarily calling for that personally. Um, I do have Dawson Knox on a couple of teams, but again, I'm not not calling for anything crazy like that. So, all right, we are going to hop out of here real quick, take a little break. When we get back, we will talk about the running backs on this team. We will talk about the defense on this team, and then we will get you all out of here. What's good, IDP Army? It's Jordan Reigns, and quickly I want to tell you guys today about the big project I've been working on, the Ultimate IDP Index. The Ultimate IDP Index is the number one resource for IDP fantasy football players rookies or veteran for 2021 inside you're going to find contract information tiered idp rankings detailed player production profiles going back to 2017 suggested trade values and a whole lot more including unique write-ups unique videos that will only be available within the ultimate idp index but to me probably the most valuable thing is the fact that the trade value estimation tool is going to be updated weekly so you'll always be aware of what a player is worth in your dynasty league at any given moment so what are you waiting for sign up for the idp army patreon today patreon.com forward slash the idp army join the black ops tier and join the idp army today All right, let's talk about these running backs. Um, you know, for a high-powered offense, they're not really guys that you people are wanting right now. We have Zach Moss, underdog ADP 102, running back 34. Then we have Devin Singletary, drafted two years ago, ADP 144, running back 47. Fantasy Pros, consensus running back 40. And then Zach Moss, three spots ahead at 37. So neither of these guys are even being drafted as running back threes. There are 32 NFL teams, and these guys can't even get drafted ahead of some guys' secondary. So there's value to be harvested here. That's going to be my stance on this backfield this year. Um, 
Zach Moss, I think there's a lot left to be written and said with Zach Moss. He you know, did enough last year where he was banged up. I'm a known Devin Singletary fan. I love the way that he runs. I just felt like last year he couldn't break a tackle. Then that's just what I felt like when I watched him. I just felt like he had so many almost plays that just did not mature into what they could have been, should have been. So I'm hopeful for this backfield. I think that they're both cheap. Um, you know, if you punt running back or if you go hero RB, you know, a super running back early like a Dalvin Cook, pick up both these guys late. You know, I mean, you're talking what? I mean, the round, it's negligible at that point if you're stacking wide receivers. You can get the starting running back and the backup running back for one of the highest-powered offenses in the league. Um, I I just – the value disconnect is just not real. The, Moss hurt people last year, but people forget he was hurt, and they passed a lot on first and second down. We don't know that that's necessarily going to be the case, and we don't know if they did that because it was working or it was working because the running backs were hurt and they had to do that. Now, there is always going to be a chance and likelihood of Josh Allen stealing some touchdowns, vulturing, vulturing some touchdowns close to the goal line. That's fine. You know what I mean? That that could or could not happen. We don't know. All we know is that we have a high-powered offense here with two running backs that people are, are, are kind of just casting off for the season. That's a value play. So IDP Army, anybody who's listening to this, um, you know, I'm not saying they're going to be world beaters. I'm not saying they're going to – be amazing but you can play zach moss or devin singletary every single week and know that you're not going to get a zero there are running backs that you don't know that with so and there's upside with these guys multi-touchdown upside so I'm, i'm in on zach moss a little bit more and devin singletary than the consensus i don't know where they are exactly in my rankings um if you guys want to check out my rankings go check those out on idparmy.com that's uh right up there um, got all my rankings up there for 2021 redraft season. Obviously, the index is going to be much more thorough evaluation of the defensive players than that. But if you just want something to look at, go check that out. Uh, all right, let's talk about this defense quickly. Um, you know, the, the story with this defense last year uh, was that it was not as good as it had been years before. And there's reasons for that. And it's they're, they're kind of glossed over, forgotten about. You know, one is Tredavis White was injured early in the season. And then the two running or linebackers were hurt. Edmonds, Tremaine Edmonds had a shoulder injury, a foot injury, and a hamstring injury all throughout the season. The shoulder injury came week one. And Matt Milano was also injured week one. So right out of the gates, this defense was hurting three of their star players, their best defensive players, the ones that people probably know by name. All three struggled with injury this season. As such, this defense was still good, but it wasn't as it wasn't what we thought it would be. Uh, but it's made people question, you know, is Tremaine Edmonds as good as we think he is? Is is it, um, you know, Stravis White as good as we've said he is? They are okay. This defense is going to come back with a vengeance. They've had a lot of consistency. The safety play this on this on this team was great last year. Um, but quickly, I just want to talk about Tremaine Edmonds. Um, you know, like I said, the, he had the three injuries and. You know, a lot of people were kind of put off by a season because he did not have any impact plays this year, hardly. Um, you know, his first two seasons in the league, he had quite a few impact plays, 23-23. Okay, he played a little over 900 snaps. The last two of last year, he played a little over 900 snaps. He only had eight. He was playing tentative because of the injuries, I think. The tackles were still there. He had the second most tackles of his career um, this last season. He had 119. His rookie season, he had 121. His rookie season, he was a phenom. You know, people said he was the next coming of the next great linebacker. I mean, he was it. Uh, 
But the only real difference, not the snaps, not the tackles, it was the impact plays. Why did he play tentative? Because he was injured. So you had guys on this team that were playing tentative, playing a little hurt. And that's kind of come give, giving people a bad taste in their mouth about this defense. They still had a great pass rush win rate. I think they had the second highest pass rush, pass rush win rate in the league. I heard that on the Mina Kimes podcast the other day. Um, but still didn't get a lot of sacks, you know. So that's why they addressed the, 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 uh, the pass rush in the draft. Like I said, they took Gregory Roussel. <clears throat> and they took another pass rusher. I, I can't remember exactly who it is. And they took AJ Epinesa last year. They want to get some actual drives killed. Um, they want to turn some of these pressures to sacks. So that's why we saw saw them go out of their way to take Roussel early in the first with their first round pick. We will see what comes of that. Um, but let's, let's go ahead and talk about the, the linebacker, the linebacker, Matt Milano. They did re-up his contract. He's a he's kind of a, a linebacker, a guy everybody likes to talk about in the football world. That you know, I heard this on the Minicons podcast too. It's kind of like you know, hipster people like to talk about football hipsters really like uh, Matt Milano, and it's true. You know, he's a good linebacker. He doesn't get the respect he deserves. Um, Jordan Poyer, as always, one of the best safeties in the NFL. Uh, interestingly, for Poyer over the past couple of years, even though his tackle numbers are going up, which is getting him, you know, keeping him in the eye of the uh, the, the IDP world positively, you know, as one of the top safeties in the league, his impact plays have been going down every single season the past couple of years. Um, so that's just something to keep in mind that, you know, he maybe isn't being used or isn't playing the same style of ball that he used to. Um, 2017, 26 impact plays, 2018, 23, 2019, 16. In 2020, he had 15 impact plays. Uh, so he's gone down every single year since he's come to Buffalo. But inversely, inversely, his tackles have gone up every single year since he's gone to Buffalo. 95, 100, 107, and then last year at 124. So the fantasy output is staying high for Jordan Poyer. We'd love to see that. He's still only 29 years old. We know safeties can play into their 30s at a high level. Um, I expect more of the same from him this next year he's he's your primary defensive back on this team that you want for idp um i say that but also teron johnson okay he's the slot corner there the slot corner for the buffalo bills teron johnson let's see here he has a chance this year to to put up another high tackle number season he had uh about 90 tackles last year around 90 tackles last year and he can go up that number again playing that slot because Davis White and Levi Wallace being the outside guys are both very good corners. Um, so some of the some of these quarterbacks are going to choose to target Teron Johnson, which kind of what happened to him last year. It's not necessarily a bad corner, but he's not the best corner on this team. So he was kind of chosen to be that guy, and it resulted in him having quite a few um, quite a few tackles last year. So. That's pretty much it for the Buffalo Bill, y'all. Um, good team. Got a lot of fantasy value here to be harvested on both sides of the ball. Uh, I think they're going to you know, pretty much run that division, although Miami is sneaky now uh, with, with two of this year. So we'll really just have to see what happens. So uh, go like and subscribe this video if you are on YouTube. Uh, subscribe or follow if you're on Spotify. Leave us a five-star review. We would love that, y'all. 
And yeah, I'll be back with another episode soon. Sorry for the week off. Like I said, I was just getting some things done behind the scenes, getting some work in. So we got good things coming, y'all. The fantasy season is close. I mean, it is July. That means we will have preseason ball soon. I mean, things are heating up. So make sure you go get the Ultimate IDP Index. Make sure you follow on Twitter. And we will be back next time with another episode. I will be covering the, the Bengals maybe, or I don't know. I'm not exactly sure who it is next, but I'll see you guys soon. Let the rain hit the sand. Build a house on a rock, got a plan. Gotta get stocks, keep them bands. Hear the clock tick, blades on the fan. Used to be mundane on a Monday. Now you have fun day on a Sunday. Cause you switching it up and you living it up. You ain't getting enough.